And now it's time for the Factory Theater Hour, a radio show podcast written and performed by college students and community members from Greenville, Illinois. Tonight, in front of a live audience, we bring you Life with Frank in an episode written by Jess Adam and Doug Pritchett titled Ding Dong, Candy's Gone. It's time for another episode of Life with Frank. Our hero, Frank, is an average family man with an average family. Frank's wife, Marion, is a sweet and caring housewife who has recently become the breadwinner of the home. Their daughter, Kate, is 16 years old and brings Frank a great deal of anxiety as she becomes an adult. Their son, Billy, is a precocious young scamp that walks the fine line between genius and doofus. The family recently opened their home to Frank's father after he had trouble adjusting to life in the retirement home. So now that you've met the family, let's see what's happening inside the Jones family home. Frank, where are you? I need you to help me with this zipper on my costume. I'm coming. One second. It's just out of my reach. I'll help you, Mom. I'm real good at zippers. Billy, I've rescued you from enough zipper accidents to know you are not very good at zippers. Well, that's before I started practicing. Uh, practicing? How do you do that? Practice zipping. It's easy. When I'm sitting in class and get bored, I just start practicing. Oh, quit that. (laughs) Good evening, family. Happy Halloween. Oh, thank goodness you're here. Can you help me with this zipper? Oh, sure thing. Here you go. Uh, Okay. Thank you. And a happy Halloween to you too, Grandpa. Happy Halloween, Grandpa. Billy, don't mock your mother. I wasn't mocking her, I just wanted to say... Doesn't matter now, boy, the damage is done. You'll never work in this town again. Frank, where are you? Trick-or-treaters will be here any second. I just, I'm trying to uh, get my costume on. Frank, you promised to help out can- uh, hand out candy tonight. Grandpa, don't you think it's time you put your costume on? It is on. But those are the same clothes you wear every day. What are you supposed to be? I'm future me from next week. (laughs) That's clever, Grandpa. How original. (laughs) Do you like my costume? Oh, I sure do. You know, I've never seen a lady dressed up as Winston Churchill before. Grandpa! I'm Jackie Kennedy. Oh, that girl from the dollar store? No, the former first lady. (laughs) Marion, Lady Bird Johnson's name is not Jackie Kennedy. Frank! Get down here! My my cape got caught on the stairs. I'll be there in a second. All right. Hey, Billy, what are you supposed to be, huh? Oh, no, 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 no. Let me guess. Let's see. Uh, a floor lamp. No, I'm Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That girl from the dollar store? <laughs> no, Grandpa. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the second female appointed to the Supreme Court. She was born on a dark and stormy night in Brooklyn, New York. The daughter of Russian Jewish immigrants, she once served as a rabbi at Camp Chinua in Mareva, New York. Billy, remind me to limit your time on Wikipedia. (laughs) Now, listen carefully. I have a very special job for you two boys tonight. You know, we are on the very tight budget since Frank lost his job. But I scraped together all the loose change in the house to buy this giant bag of candy for trick-or-treaters. Your job is to make sure every visitor gets only one piece of candy each. Do you understand? I gotcha, Marion. Don't you worry about a thing. Now, why don't you go in the living room and sit a spell while I and the boy make our plan of action. Now, now, Billy boy... Now, now you're going to be my candy buddy tonight, huh? Now, we got to make sure we keep an acceptable candy level. Our goal is to not run out until our very last twink or twitter. You mean trick-or-treaters. 
Well, I'm your guy, Gramps. I'm an expert candy giver outer. Last year, Mom and I ended the night with a candy surplus, and I got to keep it. I waited until Mom and Dad were asleep, and then I hid in the shower and ate all of it. Mom said not to, but I did it anyway. I don't think she understands the social construct of modern children's needs for sugar-induced rage and subsequent mania. I didn't sleep for four days! You mean to tell me we get to keep any extras? All right, boy, new plan. Now you listen close. Frank! Do you need my help? What is the problem? I'm fine, I'm fine. Just, just one second. All right, everyone close your eyes. And here I am. What the crap are you supposed to be? Well, what do you mean, Dad? I'm, I'm a vampire. A vampire? I thought you looked more like a cross between a Michael Jackson impersonator and a tugboat. <sighs> Dad, a vampire is a perfectly acceptable costume for Halloween. Hee-hee! <laughs> ah, shut up, Dad. <laughs> Will Grandpa and Billy meet their candy-giving quota with extras to spare? Will some other plotline arise in the second act? Then where is Kate? We'll find out after this message from tonight's sponsor, Blood. Hi there. I'm Dave, and I want to take your blood. Ah, ha, ha, ha. That's just a little joke. Everyone just calls me Mr. Blood. I'm actually not a vampire. I am a full-time volunteer with the Sacred Sisters of the Apocalypse Bloodmobile, and we need your help. Did you know that every three minutes a vampire baby is born into poverty? With your help, we can feed and nurture these poor innocent creatures before turning them loose in your town on Christmas Eve. No vampire baby should go to bed hungry for the satisfying taste of human blood. How would you feel if it was your hungry vampire baby? Well, let's head back to the Jones family home for what is sure to be an interesting Halloween night. Oh my, it looks like Frank and Marion are having a spat. Marion, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Frank Jones, you haven't had a job in months. I've been running myself ragged trying to keep this family's body and soul together. I know you've been trying, but maybe it's time you lower your expectations just a bit. W- what do you mean, lower my expectations? What about that job at the hotel? Well, they, they wanted me to be the overnight desk clerk. You, you really want me gone all night, five days a week? Okay, fine. What about the job at Billy's school? Kids puke all the time. Well, then I'd have to use that weird sawdust stuff to clean it. I don't want to clean up puke every day for the rest of my life. That nice Mr. Lucas offered you a job at the flower shop. Mr. Lucas's flower shop is a front for the mob. If you don't get a job by the end of the week, you are coming to work with me. I am swamped with orders and could use some help with deliveries. No excuses, Frank. The time has come. We can't keep living like this. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, uh, what's all this brouhaha? Brouhaha? Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Never mind, Dad. Marion and I are discussing future economic opportunities. Yeah, it must be one angry future. How is it going with the trick-or-treaters? It's going great, Mom. We still have plenty of candy. And so far, we've seen the three stooges, two ghosts, one ghoul, a pirate, and a naughty nurse. A naughty nurse? Uh, it reminds me, Marion, I can't believe you let Kate out of the house dressed like that. She told me she was dressing as a carrot. Well, that was the dirtiest carrot I've ever seen. That girl, that girl just hasn't been the same since that school dance with Spike Ranger. I'm scared he's a bad influence. Wait, Kate went out with that Granger boy? For Pete's sake, Marion, I thought we told her she couldn't see him anymore. So did I. We'll have to talk with her when she gets home. 
Can my new job be hunting down teenage boys? I did that once. It's amazing what you can get away with in Wyoming, especially if you don't mind showing a bit of leg. Dad. Grandpa, we've got another visitor. Come on. Hey, you get the door, I'll get the candy. Trick or treat. Oh, hello there. And what are you supposed to be? I'm Hitler. Oh. You're what? Hitler, show me your papers. You're a terrible human being. No candy for you. Good night. Why would anyone dress up as Hitler? Uh, These are strange times, my boy. Strange times. Now, let's do an inspection of what we've got left here in this candy bowl. Let's see. One, two, seven, five, five, divide by two, and just carry the one. It looks like if we stopped right now, we'd both walk away with 12 pieces of chocolate and nine pieces of candy. That sounds good to me, but what should we do if someone else comes to the door? Yeah, I got it. Boy, you run upstairs and grab all the pairs you can of your dad's socks. We're going to hand out socks to trick-or-treaters? Back during the Depression, we trick-or-treated for socks, toilet paper, organic fish heads, anything we could get our hands on. Well, I'm in. Let's do it. Be right back. Okay. Marion, it's not like I haven't been trying. I hated my last job. I don't want another job that I'm going to hate just as much. I want to do something I'll enjoy. Well, what do you have in mind exactly? Well, I was thinking about being one of those crab fishermen guys. You know, staying out at sea for months at a time. And I hear they make good money, too. You get seasick. Oh, yeah, well... Well, how about a truck driver? I I love hitting the open road, windows down, wind in my hair. What about your crippling fear of truck stop bathrooms? Oh, yeah. Um, I could... I could go back to school and finish my degree in accounting. I I like numbers. And how are we going to pay for that? Hmm, You're right. I'll get it. Tick-a-teat. Wow, I love your costume. Okay, let's see. You're dressed in all purple, so you must be a grape, right? (sighs) No. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you? I'm the feeling you get right after you fall off your bike at an intersection in front of a bus full of bass clarinet players on your birthday. Cool, well, here's your socks. Socks? They're very good socks. My dad only wore them twice. And don't worry, there aren't any razor blades in there, so you can put them on your feet right now if you wanted. Bye. Well, Grandpa and Billy might just walk away with some candy for themselves, and it sounds like Frank and Marion are trying to come up with a plan for the future. While they sort it all out, let's take a break from a word for a word from tonight's other sponsor, Uncle Pete's Halloween Palace. Hi, I'm Uncle Pete. As you know, Halloween is just around the corner, and every day you're thinking to yourself, what should my costume be? Well, at Uncle Pete's Halloween Palace, we got you covered. And come in this Saturday for an additional 75% off if I'm actually your uncle. That's right. If you were born to one of my seven siblings, I'll take an additional 75% off your Halloween costume. Unless you're one of Lisa's kids. She's dead to me. That's Uncle Pete's Halloween Palace. Save big if he's your uncle. Well, let's get back to the Jones family home and see how this Halloween is going to unwrap. Unwrap. Get it? Like a piece of candy? (laughs) I hate Halloween. (laughs) Trick or treat? Uh, trick! What? Too late! (laughs) Marion, I don't... I don't know what you want me to do. 
I, I could be a janitor at Billy's school if that's what you want. I could be a hotel clerk if you want. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Frank, all I want is to see a little bit of initiative on your part. You aren't as mopey and depressed as you were when you first lost your job, but you don't seem to care about anything anymore. I need that part of you to come back. Get whatever job you want, but just do something. Okay, I will. It's just... No, no, you're right. By the end of the week, I will have a new job. Thank you, Frank. I knew we could count on you. Hello? Trick or treat! <laughs> no, sweethearts, that's tomorrow night. Oh. Well, Frank, what do you think you'll do? I'll go down to Billy's school on Monday and see if they still need my help. And if they don't, I'll go to the flower shop. And if they don't, I'm gonna look into leasing a semi. Dad! You don't know how long I've been waiting to hear you say those words. Can you imagine? A life on the road. Tammy Wynette playing on the stereo. The hum of all 18 reels rolling on the pavement. The bad drivers cutting you off and then you holler at them and shake your fist. And then suddenly you see a cop car running up behind you. But you have a whole load of illegal knockoff handbags in the trailer. So you have to speed up to outrun him. The cop car is almost caught up to you and you realize it's your old bully from high school trying to make good on a promise to his dying mother that he'd make something of himself and overcome his dyslexia and be becoming the local sheriff. You share a knowing glance. He still hates you. You still hate him. He's about to run you off the road, but suddenly... A band of your merry men show up in their semis, and they surround your truck and save the day. Your old bully is sitting sideways in a ditch, shaking his fist in the air as you drive on. And just as the sun is setting, you pull off onto the drop-off point. You climb out of the cab and say, just doing my job, as you tip your hat to the group of onlookers, and then you walk off into the sunset. Billy? Yeah, yeah, Dad? That was beautiful. Thanks, Dad. Uh, now back to the front door. Okay, Dad. Grandpa, time's up. This is our last trick-or-treater. All right, time for the big finish. Don't forget what I told you, boy. Open the door. Trick-or-treat! Oh, happy Halloween, you little monsters. <laughs> yeah, now, Billy, why don't you give these kids some... Uh, uh, oh, this is a big one. I think it's my time, Billy. No, Grandpa! Don't leave me! Don't worry about me, boy. I'm headed to a better place. No, you're all I have left in the world. You'll have to fend for yourself now, boy. I die. <laughs> Is he okay? Yeah, she can't be okay. He's dead! <laughs> Did it work? Are they gone? Just like we planned. Fantastic! Now, here's your cut of the candy, my boy. What do you say we go have a sit down in the shower and eat it up? You read my mind. Let's go! What a fun night. And from all of us at Life with Frank, Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween! Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Life with Frank on the Factory Theater Hour. This episode featured the voices of Chris Borwick as Frank, Macy Sepp as Marion, Jess Adam as Grandpa Jones, and Jack Dottie as Billy. Our trick-or-treaters were voiced by Chastity Cook, Nick Waterson, Larissa Harrington, Courtney Bailey Parker, Emma Kennedy, Emily Gaffner, and Justin Langley. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for more from the Factory Theater Hour.